0: Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Yarns and Tales. Yep, it's episode 59. I about goofed and said 58, but that was last week. Anyway, I got a shiver about the time I was going to say my words. And my brain just went grr Yeah, it's kind of cold out again today. I mean, seriously. Earlier this week. Shorts. Tank tops. It was warm. And rainy. And so springtime. It was fabulous. And then today. Today I go shopping. No. It is frosty again. You know, you step outside, it was like 40 degrees. I'm like, okay, this is not an overly heavy coat. And then the wind blew. And it was definitely in the 30s then. And I just like, oh, gosh. Actually, I probably uttered a few other words. (laughs) But, anyway, anyhow, anywho, it was cold. So, here it is. It's after lunch. I'm back home, obviously, because, well, I'm talking to you guys, right? And uh, the trip to town was invigorating because the wind was blowing Thank goodness for hoodies attached to coats. Well, the coat I like to wear. It's a denim coat with flannel lining in it. Yes, it's a nice little gray hoodie you pull up and you. It's real. Just. It's one of my son's coats. He got tired of wearing it and he ended up with a black one because he moved into that zone of I love to wear black. So, I got the denim coat that was nice and lined in the hoodie. And so, my daughter tells me, when I wear that, a look like a teenager. I got no problems with that, you know? When you're 43 and you're told you look like a teenager. Rock on, you know? Anyway. So, I was trying to say my number and a chill crawled up my backbone. So, yeah, it's overcast and cold and windy again. So, it's behaving like February, you know. About during time, it stays that way, too. Anyway, enough of my weather report from South Georgia. It's frigid. Enough said. Um, let's talk about the project we talked about last week, you know, the the magic whip that evolved from a wine sleeve into a cat sweater. I've been working on that a little bit more, so let's get it out of my little package here. Yeah, talking about okay, y'all know that the reason I put my stuff in a starlight, um, rather than say, um. A quick solution is a Ziploc bag, one of them gallon-sized ones. My cat perforates plastic bags of all kinds. And we're pretty sure that he has recently stolen a water faucet brass cap. You screw onto to the end of it. Anyway, it was in a little plastic bag that I got from the hardware store. We hadn't put it on the faucet head we need to yet, and uh it disappeared. Bag, cap, everything, it disappeared. We're pretty sure Toshi ran off with it, and we we're not sure where he put it. We have looked almost everywhere, and I say almost because... When we find it. Then we will have looked everywhere. But I digress. So that's the reason. You know my little starlight. That's what made me think. Is the reason I use that. Is to keep the cats out of my stuff. And it stacks really nice. It's great for house projects. You know. Knitting. Projects in the house. That works better. But. It's just a. A little, it's about as big as a shoe box, but maybe not quite as tall and see-through, you know. So it's easy to stack them up and see cause, well, I don't know about you guys. Although y'all probably do before you go mm, questioning. I have more than one whip all the time. Yeah, I know you kind of grinning right there going and nodding your head going, yep, certainly do. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what I'm saying. So, anyway, the kitty sweater. Let me get y'all clued in to where it's at now. Okay. I started working on the shoulder bit. Or, no, I hadn't worked on the shoulder bit. I was doing the armpits. So, anyway, I did the rib knitting on two of the needles. That's going to go up under the arms. And then I just let, I had another needle hold the chest stitches. And then I went ahead and worked on the shoulder stitching. And I kept this basket weave pattern that I'd been working in the body of it. So I used that and I I just kept doing it up through the shoulder pieces. Then, using the the white that I talked about, I went and got it. And then I did two more sections of the basket weave in the connected white, which, this is a self-striping. And I was just lucky enough, I guess, that the white started where the white, it's supposed to start in the patterning, so I did two phases, two uh parts of the pattern to the basket weave, which would have been eight rows, and then I started a rip a one by one ribbing for the rest of the chest so that it would pull in and I got I'll give you the exact numbers. Um later <laughs> anyway i roughly gave it an inch and a quarter so that way that it falls just a little shorter than the shoulders because of the way the animal is built and the way they walk you don't want them equal so it falls a little bit short of the number of rows that i put on the shoulders then i went back and i picked up the 20 stitches for each of the arm sections, and then I started one by one ribbing on all of it for the collar piece, and so far I am one, two, three rows into that. Probably gonna do about an inch worth, which will be with the size of two. Yeah, size 2 needles I'm working with. Then that's going to be roughly an inch. So I still have, give or take, another 8 rows to work on. I get those 8 rows done. I'll be able to bind off, run my threads and hide them all pretty. And then torture the cat with a nice fitting, you know. And then we'll have more pictures to go. Mom, I hate you. Really, I do. But yes, this is going to be the most adorable little cat sweater. Now, if it works on her and it fits right, then I'm going gonna... to... I'll print em up. At least, that's on my do list. You know, print em up. So, anyway, while I'm working the rounds with this, I have awesome news to tell you guys. Okay, remember I was telling y'all how Tifton is finally getting a Joann's. Tifton's where I live. It is finally getting its first Joann's. We do not have another craft store in town, which is the whole reason this podcast got started is because there's no yarn shop at all. The only available realistic yarn supply, if you want it in person, is to go to Walmart's dreadfully lacking 8 foot section of yarn. That's it. It's about, it's 8 foot by about Six foot tall, you know, standard shelving. Heck, I don't even know if it's full eight feet. Anyway, this is their yarn selection. Well, we're getting a Joann's. And I am really looking forward to it because they have announced they are opening in April of this year. So, I've been keeping an eye on their... Um, job openings because they only accept electronic applications, and yes, I believe I did tell y'all that I put mine in. Well, guess what? They called me earlier this week when I was at my sewing studio working on some another project, which I will tell y'all about in a little bit. They were they called for an interview. Yes! I'm so excited! So, hey, this is a good thing. Not only will I get to work in a craft store, I get 20% off everything in there. I mean, (laughs) heaven! So, yeah, I am really jazzed, really nervous, because I have not worked outside the home in 21 years, when I was pregnant with my oldest boy, who is 21 at the moment. That was the last time I worked, and I worked in an automotive store, a parts supply store. So, yeah, I had him, and then my husband and I, we both decided I wanted, I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. Because I didn't want somebody else raising my kids if we could afford for me to stay home. And it was tight. I mean, don't get me wrong. I gave up a lot of stuff. You know, and unfortunately for me, that also was, I gave up a social life. Because anyone else in my age bracket at the time, because I married years before everybody else did yeah don't take that the wrong way years before anybody else i got married when i was uh the year i turned 20 so i was already an adult got married the spring of the year i turned 20 so yeah that makes makes me nineteen getting married, quit college i was not I was not necessarily happy and then I worked for two years and then got pregnant and kept working up until literally the day before my son was born. I would have worked, he tried to make it work to the day he was born, because my water broke that morning, but no contractions, so I just put my go bag at the, the door and kissed my honey and said, Sweetie, and seriously, this is how I handle it. Um, sweetie, my water broke this morning, but I'm not having any contractions, so I'm going to go on to work, and, uh, I'm going to see the doctor after lunch, unless something more, you know, obvious, like contractions show up. Needless to say, my husband did not fare well that day at all. Not Not only did he not fare well, and seriously, guys, water broke. No contractions, no discomfort, no pain, no nothing. And I walked like a crazy woman at work. When the other employees would let me freaking walk. It was a male-dominant store. I kid you not, there were only two other females in there. And they thought we should only run the register. I'm a country girl. I kind of understand cars and stuff at the time. I knew how to look stuff up, and I knew how to tell, you know, I, I knew the difference between a spark plug, a battery, and a carburetor, you know? So anyway, I go to work that morning, and it is so funny, because I was helping open the store that morning, and the assistant manager, he shows up, and we're all, you know, settling in. Nobody shows up yet. Then I told him, and I smiled. I said, Robert? I said, I should probably go, oh, and by the way, here in the South, pregnant women make men nervous. White pregnant women make black men even more nervous. Robert was the most wonderful black man. And no kidding. I told him, I said, dude, I said, I should probably go ahead and warn you. My water broke this morning but no contractions so there's nothing to worry about so i'm just hanging out here until my doctor's appointment right after lunch guys i promise you it was like a ghost passed through this man he turned six shades of pale his mouth hit the floor and that easy-going demeanor of his completely evaporated <laughs> No kidding. He pulls one of the um the rolling uh ladders out of the the lines behind the cabinet, the the countertop where we kept the more expensive heavy parts. He literally just went and got that, pulled it up to the register and said, Okay, sit, sit down. Just don't move. Move your hands. You can check people out. That is all you're going to do today. Robert was so sweet. He just completely freaked out. And he was just such a nice, sweet, but pale as a ghost the rest of the time I was there. And so that was two men on edge. And so then when. The couple hours passed, and then the next girl come in because of the way we were both... uh, I was full-time. She was part-time. But anyway, it was her time scheduled to come in. And so she comes in. And then the other assistant manager... No, acting manager. There was some drama. The manager got fired because of some crap. The other two cashiers pulled to get him fired anyway the acting manager which was the other assistant tall lanky southern white boy he came in and i really do not remember his name because he was such a prick he comes in and so i told him and said listen i should go ahead and warn you my water broke this morning at home, Um so I'm just kind of like waiting on the contractions to even start, but I'm just sort of hanging out, and I kid you not, this prick, he looks at me and he goes, you didn't drizzle all over my floor, did you? Yeah, I know, right? Pick your jaws up, honeys. Seriously, that's what this prick did. You didn't drizzle all over my floor. You know, and this is back in 1992. Robert couldn't believe the guy was so crass, and I just wanted to throttle him to no end. But he had an attitude. That, and the fact that um, it w- we were pretty sure he was having sexual relations with one of the cashiers. Who was bumping for my job. I was the only full-time female. The other two were part-timers. And one of them was jonesing for my job. Of full-time. So she was. Assisting him. In the back office. When she shouldn't be. Oh yeah. He was married. So this guy was totally just a prick. But, yeah, that was the last time I held down a full-time job. You know, working outside the home was when I was pregnant with my boy. And so here it is, 21 plus years later, I am looking to go full-time again or part-time or whatever. Because, see, they still have to go in and set the store up, which I have done that, too, because that parts place I was just talking about. I was part of the setup crew, so I'm like, perfect for this job. Maybe they'll see that and hire me. But my interview is next Wednesday, which is, you know, so next podcast, I'll know if I got a job or not, and 20% off craft stuff and yarn, that will be so cool. Yes, I am excited, nervous though and excited, and yeah, here I am, holding, supposed to be working on the the rib knit of this collar, and I started talking on my hands, and my hands are flying all over the place, the more excited I get talking about this new job, and talking about the prick manager, and the really sweet Robert, so yeah, it was just awesome sauce, Oh, dang it. I picked that up off that stupid commercial. My apologies. So, okay. What was the other thing I was going to tell you about? Rabbits. It just skipped my mind. No worries. Right? None at all. Because I have about gabbed all my time up. Oh! Shout out. Hey Diane in Australia. She posted a comment on the pages and I am so glad you are listening in. She's been one of the the day one listeners. Nice to hear from you. Um what else was I going to tell y'all? I'm trying to I noticed how long I've been recording and so now suddenly my brain is like, oh, what else was I going to tell y'all? What else was I going to tell y'all?" Oh, the sewing project that I was working on when Joanne's representative called for the-to schedule the appointment for the interview. I've been trying to do two days a week sewing. So this week, my sewing project, which right now I am wearing those fabulous flannel pants I made last week or the week before. They feel so nice. Um, this week, fresh spring curtains. In two days, I made eight panels to go on four windows in my living room. So, I have these cool, and I'm going to do uh, a little blog piece for, uh, put it on Revly. Anyway, it's this two-tone purple I had in my stash of fabrics, because I used to sew more than I knitted. Now, it's the other way around, but... I had this roll of fabric I had picked up at a clearance at a fabric shop when I lived in Fitzgerald, but the fabric shop was in Osceola. Anyway, it was this big old tube of fabric for 10 bucks. I know, right? That's just like, oh, perfect. So it's this two-tone purple, kind of, uh, paisley swirly-esque, kind of, I know, really good description, right? So, anyway, measured my windows, figured out everything I needed, and I started measuring and cutting, measuring, and I needed to see how many panels I was going to get out. Because if it wasn't enough for four windows, the curtains were going to go here in my bedroom. Because I have purple accent in my bedroom. And what do you know? Cut all the panels I needed for four windows and had a 12 inch piece left over luck loved me so i got to use up all of that and it made now my living room instead of having this harsh two-tone effect from my winter curtains which are these uh dark red burgundy kind of ceiling to floor length but they kind of helped insulate the windows So, now I have these beautiful, slightly shorter, they stop at the the bottom of the window. They're this beautiful kind of country look, two-tone purple curtains that are just, it's springtime in my living room. So, the next thing I do is go in and start rearranging. Yeah, my honey's not real happy with that. But, he's got it. He said he'd help, now, sort of. You know how men are? They do not want to see you rearrange things because that means their back is involved most of the time. But anyway, that's it. I have babbled and rambled and just gawked on about enough stuff. This time next week, I will have stories of how the cat Poor little Gracie did putting on this new spring sweater of hers. That, well, it was the wine sleeve and turned into a sweater. So it's looking really cute. So, um, I guess that's it, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, my website, still working on it, uh, updating it me r-e-v-l-e-a dot m-e. Um, if y'all are sick, please get well. It sucks. If you are well, uh huh, smile at people. They will give you them weird looks and wonder what in the world has possessed you. If you're cold, kinda like me, <laughs> get warm. And if you are warm or on just this side of Overcooked, all my Australian friends, cool off and keep your pets cool too. But until next week, bye y'all.